Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me go to Lisa if I can. Lisa, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? I'm okay. Well, you're, well you're not okay, really, <laughs> are you? Because you've yeah, had a bad experience, you. haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. now I, it's coincidence actually talk about that because there's a story in the paper today about hospitals that are experiencing winter level surges of patients in emergency departments all across Ireland. Uh, I saw that. What, what was your experience? Um, so, uh, first of all, I don't go to doctors and, and hospitals. I'm not one of these people that would actually run, but um, I have diabetes and I have to be dragged there like every six months, you know, for my blood. That's enough. Okay. And <laughs> um, so. You know, that was, that's the first thing, that, you know, to say that I don't... So you're not a hypochondriac <laughs> by any stretch of no, the imagination? No, 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 okay. no, no. So, um, basically, I woke up last Friday morning with uh, four o'clock with a pain in my side. I had done um, a first aid course in work for three days, and I was like, I'm at a pulling the muscle doing this with Susie Yanni on the floor, you know, because there was a lot of young people in the room, and I was like, you're not doing it right, you know, for yeah. God's sake, I'm 53, get down there and make, you have to, you know, get the heart pump. And so yeah. I was like, oh my God, you copshite, you're out there doing this. So that's how I thought. Got up, went to work, very, very tough, extremely yeah. tough walk. And uh, pain level probably about a nine, because they talk about in the hospital as between one yeah, and Yeah, what's the pain level, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like someone like putting a knife on my side and twisting it. And that So if they said in work, told no one. So they kind of were you worried? By the way, you must have been, you must have been very concerned because yeah. you know when you get a pain. Now you've often at fifty seven, you tend to get a lot of pains. By the way, yeah. but you get a particular pain that's unusual to you, and you go, hmm, "Yeah, what's that?" If it was on the wrong, wrong side, if it was on the right, I I wouldn't be waiting. So I, I would have been like, "Right, this is appendix. I'm going." But it was on the left, so um, so it was like it was like a really work. bad cramp pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, like it was Stitch. causing me to have sweats. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was at that level, right? So I finished work and I my aunt is on her own in Germany so I had to do her shopping now I didn't have to but that's just a routine and I go over every Saturday to look after her so I done the shopping the trolley held me up I got into the car in the car park and cried because I couldn't press the clutch that was the the pain so I was like no this is so anyway push the chair now can I just say by the way Lisa you're a very silly woman you shouldn't have even waited that long but with a pain like that you should have been in the hospital before that but go on I've had that off everyone yeah and as I say if I hadn't been doing CPR and jumping on a plastic thing I'd be like this is what I thought it was I pulled a bad muscle that's what I thought yeah so um, anyway drove home a few minutes but couldn't get out of the car husband came out into the car into the garden and was like oh the door what's wrong with you and Can I you like, help me out of the car? I can't move. And the tears came. And I'm not like that either. So he was like, oh, sweet chair. So he got me out of the car, sits me on the chair. And uh, and it was like, right, I'm going to ring the doctor. And the first thing the doctor, he actually didn't write the doctor. I said, there's no one there between one and two. <laughs> so anyway, two, bypass two, I was on the phone. And they were like, um, it's only emergencies, Lisa. And I went, I really, really think this is an emergency. Told the story. I went, right, okay, 10 to 4. I said, okay, grand. And by the way, is the, lo- the local GPs, are they not back to normal yet? Are they not seeing no, patients? No, no, Only emergencies? Still, yeah, you have to get by. So this is a, this is a big problem yeah. in the country, yeah, that people yeah. can't even get to see a bloody doctor anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. So it was, um, so the, I was out there by three minutes, and it was literally is 10 to 4, you're on the time slot, you have to be out there, and it's in the country, and that's grand. And I was in the car by five to four, three yeah. minutes to four, to the hospital. Yeah. Um, and... I went up. The husband couldn't commit me. 
as we thought. So he dropped me at the door of A&E and he was like, I'm going to try and get my shift covered tonight. And I was like, go to work. I'm, I'm probably going about three or four hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. he said, are you sure? I said, yeah, look, it's only a four hour shift. Go so he went work. off to work and <laughs> left there. <laughs> well, he could you, and you could have been going out the gap, but go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you're not allowed. Well, as I pretend I found out afterwards, <laughs> everyone was going in. But anyway, he, let, he went to work and... Um, this is something that we both do. We've never missed a day and ever worked, you know, yeah. so we were, we're both Good kind of work ethic, yeah, I like yeah, it. Go yeah. on, I'm liking it. So we, um, I went in and uh, then it was, basically I was called in within about half an hour. I was like, oh my God, name called, fantastic. Done my blood pressure, done my pain, done pain level, filled out a form. This is triage, yeah, triage. Triage, yeah, yeah. 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 I back out. Now, the waiting room was packed. You're packed. Ha- I... I thought that wasn't a thing at the moment. I thought waiting rooms were meant to be kind of empty with social yeah. distance and, and yeah. masks. and. Oh, no, there was masks. Everyone had a mask. The security man was coming in and out and in and out, like, and masks over your nose. You know, so the, the waiting room was full? Full, not, and the chairs that had social distance on it were faded. The sticker was faded. Right, from okay. Bums on it, right, so that's, but I just got a corner, and as, as two people, as I walked in, two people ha- ha- were walking out, so I got two chairs that are connected together in the corner and I put my bag beside me and I was like, I don't care. No one is no sitting, sitting beside me. I don't care. I don't care. I, you know. By the way, are you, vac- then, are you vaccinated, Lisa? I am fully vaccinated. Oh, well then you're yeah. proud of you. Not too much to worry about. Yeah, but I, I use that excuse now a lot during the night when people try to sit on the chair. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not saying <laughs> And I just said that because I was like, I'm no one of the unvaccinated. Yeah. Stay away yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, so that literally I got called because I'm diabetic. I got called, I think, twice. More See, this is concerning, blood. and I tell you why it's more concerning that it was full. Because in the old days, when I say the old days, pre-COVID, right? Yeah. If it was full, it was probably full with Mary and her ma was with her, and Johnny and, yeah. his, and his brother was with him, and so there would have been friends of people with them. But yeah. now these are all patients, so the fact that it was full and they're all patients is a bit concerning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they called a roll at one o'clock. Um, By the way, sorry, in case, I know you're not yeah. a doctor, Lisa, but your your observations of the people that were there, right? Yeah. Were they all there with coughs and colds or were they there with broken legs and things? I mean, what was the general kind of ailment? Did it look like everybody was there with viral infections or coughs and flus and COVID? Um, no, there was no coughs and colds or nothing like that. There was a couple of like people were holding their arm and, you know, you know, had put a homemade sling on, or yeah, okay. So it all like looked that. like injuries. A lot of it was injuries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was one girl that I got talking to because I would, as you, as you can hear, probably going. I talked to a lot of people, so um, I got talking to her, and she was in with. This was very concerned. She was in with um, the baby hadn't moved. She was twelve weeks pregnant, sixteen weeks pregnant, well, and her baby hadn't moved. So oh. the doctor sent her look, go in and go go on. Of course, get a check. Yeah. So. She was called and a few times, same with me, twice observations, whatever, and then sat back out. And then at one o'clock when he called the role, I said to him, you need to go up there and say, I, my baby hasn't moved and now I have with the mortar setting in myself. I haven't moved in six hours myself. So, and she went, oh, I don't want to. I said, no, I, I really do. So she was there six hours? There. Yeah. At that stage. Moved. And her baby hadn't moved and she was yeah. worried. Yeah, that's and she was worried un- overnight that's when she brought to the doctor. That's, when unex- the doctor that's yeah. just, she would have, should have been brought straight in for a, a yeah. scan. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, she, I mean, is the hospital out the door? Is I mean, are all their beds full? Or, have well, you heard? Or? I heard later that their beds are full because I was on a trolley till yeah. Saturday at 7 I got. Um, I got, no I didn't. 
Sorry, so how I long were you on a trolley or in the hospital so between the seat and the trolley? For yeah, so 16 hours in the chair. And then 16 and hours on a chair? In, in, without being seen, like I just triage. You just triage, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 16 hours. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is, I mean, uh, that was the kind of carry-on that was happening back in 2017, 2018, yeah. uh, during November, December. I didn't think it was happening now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And, um, so at 9 o'clock in the morning, there was like a flurry of doctors. And now, I do understand the other side of it. There's, there were two doctors on, and one was in trauma, and one was in with the other. I think there was 18 patients in behind the magic doors. The magic doors, yeah. And then this other doctor was three ambulances came in uh, with different, like you know. Yeah, they I have to be seen first, obviously. Yeah, you know, a head injury and a motorbike. Yeah, there was a few. Things. So that's fine. Look, absolutely. And every child that came in, so many children came in in the evening, late evening, nine or ten, in their football strip. You must have been bored out of your mind, were you? Yeah, I oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Me phone, and I got diabetic for the machine is in front of me with uh, full of chocolate. So I had a bag of popcorn, <laughs> which I found out then later on. Well, what I ended up with was the worst thing in the world I could have had. So, um, that's so, why. Okay, so, so here we are. Now you're, now you're on a trolley now at this stage after yeah, 16 hours, right? I'm in a trolley, and I got, me, I got brought in, I got a scan. Very quickly, blood, no, no, blood, the bloods were done again, yeah. yeah. And then uh, a, a chest x-ray, because he said the bell could move up. Okay, so that oh. was done. And they said, no, that's clear, so now we're going to go for a CT scan. We're going to fast you. And I was like, well, that's... <laughs> <what I'm laughs> They're going to fast you, but they're 16 hours. I, yeah, I'm nearly anorexic. No, no. So I'm like, okay, I could. I, I have a lot to lose. So, you know, we're not, but I'm diabetic, so now you have to keep that on account. So, As my mother would say, there isn't a want in you. No, 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 definitely not. And then they told me, so they fasted me all day, and right. I was in a tro- on the trolley, and they fasted me all day, and at half seven, I got told, no, you're not getting CT scan today, here's the jelly and ice cream. So, and so how long are we there now at this stage, now we're there? This was 26 hours. 26 yeah, hours? Yeah, 26 okay. hours. And you still have no idea what's wrong with you? All right, go on. No, no. And then, then they said, we're going to move you down. Now, in my stupidity, I thought I was getting to bed, because I was brought down... Uh, down a corridor and into but another trolley but in a, like a little cubicle with eight, eight beds in it but very quiet and very dark very nice very nice and the, the nurse was amazing that looked after me on like and were there like, other people in there too there was yeah there was eight people on yes on but they're all like individual so your social distance like away from in a, in a, in a cubicle yeah so that was Saturday night slept they gave me a sandwich then at 10 o'clock they said mm, you're probably hungry oh, yeah maybe you don't say yeah <laughs> all I had is back of popcorn <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then the next morning, no breakfast because you're so looking from half ten the night before. And uh, the next morning, I got done, got me scan at half ten, and they said, "Now we'll be back with the results of that, uh, but you can't eat in case it's surgery." I said, "That's okay, just give your water." And we, by the way, were you worried at this stage? You must have been very worried. I, they kind of had come down, and you know, I'm going for a veterinary intervention. I probably should, can't pronounce it. this Difficulties or something like that in the bells, little pockets in your bell. Right, okay. It begins with D anyway, I kept saying it wrong. Um, so they kind of said, we think it's that we're 99% sure, but we're going so to. So, what? These little pockets down. hold air and cause pain? Yes, yeah, so okay. it's no, so the pockets that and a little bit of food and a little bit of seed and popcorn would aggravate it. Oh, right, right okay. So that's why. But I, but maybe, is, yeah, it just, yeah. is it just me, right? But yeah. when I eat popcorn, I get a lot of wind. Is that that's just no, is no, that, that just no. me? Is that just me? That must be just you. Oh, okay. Are you right. hot air? Okay. Ashing no, is okay. Ashing's just said to me, it's just me. Oh, but I do, yeah. I do, I, <laughs> I get a bit of wind when I eat popcorn. 
yeah, well, that, I just thought that was the safest thing for me to eat. But also, well, you would imagine so, yes. Down. Yeah, yeah, but no, that would, would have aggravated it. And I said, well, that's what I had last night. So they told me I have seven on Sunday. That, that's what I had, and I could have something to eat. So they gave me a dinner then on Sunday night. And how do they cure that then? How is that cured? So it's intravenous antibiotics, like, pumped in here, like, literally three different antibiotics going into me, uh, in drinks. Right. And I've no veins, because I'm just really crap of veins, so it kept, they kept collapsing. <laughs> right. I had to go into another way, another arm, another arm, and all this. Yeah, but fine one somehow, yeah, go on, yeah. yeah. And then Monday morning, the surgeon came around, and he was like, so your, what, your pain level, your bloods tell you your pain level, and it should be at seven. So that's a new thing to me as well. And I went in at 77. Right. And then they gave me, I, they gave me the, the antibiotics on Saturday in case it was that. They started me on that just anyway. And then it w- went to 150. So when he came, to, he said to me, I'm a bit concerned it's going the wrong way. And again, By the way, where was your husband through all this? Was he still in work? Oh no, he's at home. He, just, just couldn't, he couldn't, can't come in. Oh yeah, but he was on the phone to you, I'm assuming. Concerned oh, about his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but Lee, Lisa, I'm sorry, I'm running out of time. You're a great chatter. I, I could talk to you all day. But <laughs> I, I, you're okay now. I, I came out. I came out, and I'm on oral antibiotics because he kind of let me out because they, they moved me. He demanded a bed. Demanded right, okay. A bed so nothing, nothing too serious, right? Which you were okay. But the point, no. the point you're making is, is that we're supposed to be concerned about obviously the Delta variant and all that kind of stuff at the moment, and exactly. yeah, and you know, and particularly when you're talking about the health service, the HSE. I mean, we we obviously need to be very conscious of this. Yes. They're packing them in again in A&E. Yeah. We're back to yeah. where we were before pre-COVID and that doesn't seem to make any sense no. at all. And that's why I, that's why I sent a text to Ashing because I just said, and yourself, because I just said, you know, okay, the, I got better and I get, they're going to monitor me and I get, I'll get a scope in the next few weeks and I, you know, the pain is slightly still there but I'm 100% better. And you're staying away from and, the popcorn. And I'm staying away from the popcorn but I just <laughs> felt, oh my God, like this time, this day last week, you know, this started and when you're looking at the numbers going up and you can't eat a burger inside, but you can go in with any sort of aim. And into a hospital of all places, yes. And not and spit it on. And, yeah, that, yeah. and not only so. that, I, I just don't understand anymore how we end up, when you, I mean, and I spent quite a lot of time in Belfast, and, and I've, I've been to A&E uh, up in the Ulster Hospital, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, because I'm 57 and things happen now and again. And you're in and out in an hour and a half. I yeah. just don't understand this country. We're just never able to get it right when it comes no. to A&E. We're just no. not able to get it right at all. No, no. 16 Definitely hours on a, sitting on a chair, <laughs> for God's sake. Yeah. I, I, I know, I know. I mean, look, thankfully you're okay. We can have a bit of a giggle about it now. But, but in saying that, it's not right, 16 hours. No. That's one, one problem. And it's also not right that we're back to crowding A&E. As yeah. you rightly said, we can't even go in for a meal in a restaurant, but yet we can pack people into A&E. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know, and there has to, and, and you know what? The, the best way out of this, and the best way to solve it, because half the people in that A and E shouldn't have been there, and no. I tell you, and they should be over at the local GPs. The problem is, yeah. people can't go to the GP and still can't get yeah. to see the GP unless exactly. it's an emergency, as you said. Exactly. You know, as now some yeah. GPs will take appointments, but others are not. A lot of no. them are busy, by the way, doing vaccinations and stuff like that as well, too. So, uh, yeah. but that's the problem. People shouldn't be in A and E. I mean, there mm-hmm. are people like you who need to be investigated. And you need yeah. to be there. But there are other people there, you know, a little bit of a twist on the ankle or maybe hurt her arm or something. And going to the doctor, you could have a quick look and tell them they'd be grand. Pay a few painkillers, you'd be yeah. grand. Those people shouldn't be going to A&E. Or, you know, I sent a few, I actually said, talking to people, I sent a few of them. I said, well, yeah, just go to the, the sports injury clinic in Swords and Sanctuary. It's the same money, 100 euros. Go in there and you get it. And yeah. you get, there's no queue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was getting rid of them. <laughs> well, this has been lovely talking to you and I'm glad you're okay, Lisa. All right. 
Thanks very much. And you've won, you, you've won today's prize of a large box of popcorn. No, I'm joking. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much indeed, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Bye-bye. And bye. thanks for sharing that with us. Okay, Lisa raised a really good point. And by the way, hospitals are experiencing winter level surges of patients at the moment. And the HSE Chief of Operations, Officer Al O'Connor, said that some hospitals have seen large numbers of people attending in the last week. Ms O'Connor said hospitals, by the way, and this is not, by the way, just about COVID, by the way. These are just, we just seem to have a lot of people. And that can happen, by the way. The summer months are always busier in hospitals as well. I know you'll have the winter surges, but the summer months, people are doing activities. They're out and about. They're climbing walls. Kids are falling and hurting their legs. And, you know, so people tend to go out more in the summer, you know, and we tend to get more people ended up in hospital. Anyway, the hospitals may have to cut back on non-COVID care again. They said there is a serious rise in patients hit by the Delta variant as well. And Lisa, of course, got in touch with us to tell us and share her experience. But I'm concerned. I'm very concerned that not just in relation to COVID. I'm concerned because, as Lisa rightly points out, the majority of those people in that A&E weren't there with COVID or anything like that. Uh, But what I am concerned about is we're going back to this 16 hours sitting on a seat. Surely we learned a lot over the last year and a half about how to deal in situations and how to reduce those numbers and how to, you know, put people through the right channels so we don't have a lot of people in the same place together. It seems we haven't learned anything at all. And we're back to square one again, where in that particular hospital, you have an A&E that's packed with people. Most of them shouldn't even be there. They probably should be at their own GP. We have GPs refusing to see people unless it's an emergency. And then even then, they'll refer them to hospital. It's pointless. The whole system is broken and it needs to be completely dismantled. I thought we could have done that during COVID because we had a great opportunity during COVID to improve things. But it seems we haven't improved anything at all from what Lisa's telling us. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.